Previously on Relkel. Roll Call. Pre- previously on Roll Call. Uh, um, the gang fought a ghost man who had a couple of skeletons. I... Man, I, yeah, I don't really know what else to say. It was kind of just one of those fighting episodes. So you should listen to it if you haven't. Uh, but, you know, if you haven't, I feel like recapping it sort of defeats the purpose. Uh, well, I guess... Yeah, you know, yeah, the uh, abbreviated version, they they beat up Captain Shale pretty good. In fact, uh, one of the party members just punched the ghost until it wasn't a ghost anymore. It was kind of crazy. The skeletons weren't really a huge threat. Rocks fell on some people, and Cudsby was reprimanded, and I think that just about does it. Hell yes, let's get into this episode. This episode's crazy. Sorry, that was a lot of energy. Uh, uh, yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's get into it. As of right now, we are back into that puzzle room. We are actually sort of in the hallway, walking down this corridor. It is, uh, very jagged and sort of dark, uh, just for a warm-up. We're just gonna have everybody roll a perception check. Uh, so the DC was 15. Did anybody beat 15? Yes. You did. Nobody else? So Hogar, uh, although you probably don't have a whole lot of knowledge of this, actually, that's not true, because back on your, um, back in your homeland, you are pretty familiar with subterranean features and rocky sort of textures and whatnot. You can tell that this cave was absolutely mined out. It was not naturally formed. This was a project of some sort. Right. As of right now, the man is still unconscious. His fever is growing much worse. There is a fire keeping him warm. Since everybody is sort of up and available, where are we going? What are we doing? I thought we were making it to the first tree line. Is that the plan? I don't remember. We just need to sleep. We need to get out of here. Keep moving towards the coast. Sable kind of speaks up. Yeah, we lost quite a bit of time, although we did make it farther than, you know, we would have if that asshole wasn't leading the way. Kind of points over to Cudsby. Well, first things first, we got to deal with this dude. So, you said you have to make it into a T in order for him to get better? Uh, Yes, that's correct. Lucidia speaks up. Essentially... If it's the early stages of a fever, one can either chew on the leaves or perhaps take shreds of the roots. Um, It's a little too severe now, and he's suffered probably too much trauma from the rocks and whatnot that have fallen on his head, and the amount of travel that has happened has sort of worsened it as well. So I suggest we try to get something that can help, preferably even a bowl. I have a question. Um... Didn't wasn't he in like a blanket or a um a something? Wasn't he wearing something to keep him to keep? Yes, I believe it was Hogar or I can't remember, but I think actually Hogar rolled a natural twenty on like survival or something to keep him warm. I can't remember if it was Maggie. I know Maggie did something. I have prestidigitation that I completely forgot about. Uh, But during the actual fight, (laughs) he was making death saving throws because of his fever. 
as of right now, he is sort of, we can say, I suppose, neutral. Uh, in his current states, where he is blanketed, has a fire, and is being tended to by Lucidia, he is not making death saving throws. He doesn't, um, but he's not getting any better. So something needs to happen. At least that is what Lucidia is saying in order for him to get better. She needs to treat the root. Well, I have a, I, I, I may not think very much, but I think a lot of us need to rest and we can build a fire and are we able to at least like make the tea over the fire and tend that way or is it, I know we've lost time and there's a deadline but if it's, we're all going to feel really bad if he doesn't make it and it's all our fault Lucidia responds she says right um we do need to make the tea I agree obviously uh, common's very important to me I don't think we have the proper tools I, our best chance is to probably at least go out and look for something. I can warm things and start a fire. Well, we have a fire. We don't have a kettle. We don't have utensils in order to create the tea. Without a vessel, without being able to heat the water, then not have much. We can try. Can't imagine that we'll retain water very well. It's water skins. We'll take heat very well. We'll take heat very well. What about little man over there? You got anything? Are you talking to Cudsby? Yes. Cudsby uh, is sort of feeling dejected. He's rubbing his face from where Sable just smacked him. He, sitting over by himself, kind of hunched over, hands over his knees. He looks up. If I remember correctly, there was a kitchen on the ship. There's still some pieces of it, at least a half of it, that is not too far from here. S- Sable and I think one other person. Me. When they rolled the- so you and Sable? Well, Sable showed me. Gotcha, that's what it was. Yeah. So you have recollection of at least, like, seeing part of this ship that Cudsby is currently talking about. Well, I, I mean, as far as utensils go, I would say that that's probably our best bet. It's in the opposite direction where we need to go. Um, well, it's someone's so life. I don't think we have a lot of options. I know. Uh, Sable steps forward. She says, All right. I know I haven't really been the most level-headed. Sure, and nice. It's a bad habit of mine. I tend to put the mission first, that's what I've been taught. But more than that, and Maggie can attest to this, our teacher always told us to put lives first. To put civilians first. And if we were to make it to him tomorrow, and if he were to find out that somebody died, then I'm not doing my job as a royal guard. So I say we try to find someplace tonight. If that ship is our best option, then we go there and we just run like hell tomorrow. How far is the ship from here? Um, if I remember correctly, it's not terribly far. We actually are more moving at a parallel. We're not necessarily moving backwards. So once we get out into the woods, we just essentially keep going straight. Uh, at some point, we'll hit it, um, and then we can make our way or rest, whatever the case may be. Um, but I, I'll leave it to y'all. Right. I vote we go to the ship, get what we need to get for uh, 
common here. We'll need to set camp after that, though. Definitely. Yeah. Sable pointing to the visible wounds that she has as well. Yeah, I don't think I can go a whole lot further with some of this stuff. Definitely need to heal up. Alright, so the ship then? The ship, that's hurry though. Alright. Big guy, Hogarth, would you mind uh, giving the city a hand with Carmen? Sure. Uh, before we go, I'm going to warm his cloak with crusted meditation, just to make sure that he's perfect. stable. Uh, as long as you stay by him. And, it lasts for an uh, hour. Perfect. So, yeah, he'll be fine. Cool. I'm staying by the fool. Keep in mind. Yeah. Kudsby uh, is reluctant. Uh, he'll go wherever you guys want him to go as far as like the marching order. The hallway, or rather the cave that you guys had come in in order to get to this room, can fit maybe two people side by side. So you won't be able to gather. There is somewhat of a marching order. He is inclined to go into the back, kind of sulking a little bit, but wherever you guys want to put him, that's where he goes. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Maybe in the front. So, you guys begin walking down this uh, rocky hallway. And it takes a while because it took you maybe about six minutes to get into this puzzle room before, after you'd gone down the hatch. At about four minutes, as you're beginning to round a corner, you can tell that your footsteps are starting to echo. Once you get closer to the corner, you hear a voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey there, Captain Shale, is that you? Yes. Roll a deception check. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> Uh, ten. Ten? Oh, thank goodness. I'm all glad to hear your voice. Those look like some tough customers, I will tell you what. I didn't mean to, I, I, I don't really, I'm not much, uh, you know, to go toe-to-toe with all them, but uh, speaking of which, my toes just started moving on their own. They just started going. Sorry about that, Captain Shale. Question, are we visible right now? You guys cannot see this figure. This figure cannot see you. Is it still are, are you alone? Oh, yeah, it's just me. Okay. <laughs> Back up. Oh, yeah, sure. Put your head on the floor. Okay, this is unusual. And close your eyes. <laughs> I don't have any eyes. What? Is my... How long does turn the dead last? A minute. So it's been, a, it's been over a minute. Definitely. Um, put your weapons away. You got it. Like, throw them away. What? Because it's just me. Oh, oh, yeah, one second. No, like, I want to hear the clap. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, put your head on the floor, and I'm going to walk by you. I don't want you looking at me. I'm too beautiful. Okay, Michelle, is this another one of those hazing things again? Yes, it is. And if you don't, oh, you're in trouble, mister. Hi, is Charlie still with you? Charlie has passed on. Oh, that's good. I wasn't really a huge fan. Not really a Charlie fan myself. Mr. I can remember my name. <laughs> Had enough of that. I'll give you a name if you stay still. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, we, I am passing by now. Bye. If you stay there, I'll call you when I'm ready. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm going to roll a d6 really quick. Oh, jeez. Because you didn't say which part of his head to put on the ground. Uh... So, as you guys round the corner, you see a skeleton laying on his back with his head on the ground. And as you guys round the corner, he kind of like looks up. Oh, dang. Well, uh, how'd we do? You did just good. Good job. 
Okay, cool, cool, cool. Stay there. So, uh... No, stay. No, nah, I'm not moving. Okay. Go, go, Are go. you guys the new captain now, or what's going on? I'm, I'm the captain now, yes. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> can I... Am I not, uh, should I follow, or...? Are, are you willing to follow me? Well, yeah, if you're the captain, I mean, I'm, yeah, sure. You can follow me, then. All right. Where are we going, Captain? To to the ship. Our ship. Oh my God. <laughs> As you uh, mention the ship, you see that he kind of goes like static for a second. Oh yeah, the ship. The ship yes. <laughs> right. I remember that. Yes. It's hard to remember a lot of things. Don't got the old brain meat up there so uh, some things right. take that, a little longer yes that's why i'm here all right just should i grab my sword or should i just you can leave that for now okay we'll, we'll provide you with one you got it you just follow us now cool should i learn everybody's names or should i just keep going um, not important you got it yeah we'll, we'll do a name session later all right i like that okay. i like that we'll do a roll call hey all right so this, the skeleton's now following you guys. Fantastic. We have a pet skeleton. I have a pet skeleton. D- does he have a name? I'm working on it. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, you can ask. Do you remember your name? <laughs> That's why he didn't like Charlie. I know. I told him I would do Mm, a name, uh, hmm, it's all, that one's always been a little tricky for me ever since the old, uh, bone thing going on. I know Captain Shale called me you a lot, but I, I, you, fuzzy. You, Yusuf. There you go. You, Yusuf. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I like it. I'll call me you, you for short. You, you, alright. Oh, I love it. Hey, Captain, where are we going? Okay. Uh, Uh, So eventually you guys make it to where you uh, had entered in. It is a black and gold metal hatch that you have to climb a ladder up. Who is the first one leading that? I'll do it. Oh, okay. (laughs) So near Sable? Uh, I mean, it's up to you guys. Oh yeah, you two. You're really good at survival. I am. So you. Okay. Yes, you. You're the captain. I'm the captain. You're the captain there. I suppose it's me then. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm always by me, lady. Yes, that is implied. Yes. Uh, just, just, just clarifying. <laughs> so, Alona, as you begin climbing up this ladder, and when you open a hatch, you notice that it is already dark outside. Somewhat prematurely, you can tell, because there are rain clouds that have now gathered, and it's starting to rain. Does everyone enjoy being uh, a little damp? We have someone who's sick, so let's hurry. Okay. Well, then I'll go then. Gotcha. So you guys begin to fall, uh, file out. Um, once you guys get out to the surface, Cudsby raises his hand, says, Well, um, let's just off this way if we want to um, go, if you guys don't mind me leading the way. Lead the way with caution. We're gonna have Rayo on you, if you don't. Hey, I can lead the way too. I can be helpful. You, you, you stay <laughs> with me. Okay, Captain. 
You, you stay with me. <laughs> so it doesn't take long. <laughs> with, uh, with Kudsby's help, you guys easily are able to make it to the, uh, I, I was, we'll say the forest line. And not too far from there, you guys see part of a ship. It's essentially mostly the stern, wherever the bow was before, is completely gone. With the rain, essentially, you can see the trail that it had made. There is sort of a mountainous side pretty close to it. It's very strange, because it's essentially a ship in the middle, like, just nowhere near water. It is crashed on the middle of this island, essentially, or relatively speaking. You can see there is sort of a groove from where it had like, slid from the impact, and it is more than broken in half. You can see the mast is at like a sharp angle going straight into a top part of the ship, and it is open to all customers. You, you. Yeah. Why is the kitchen? Mmm. Mmm. Kitchen. <laughs> Golly. I remember. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, you all want some food or something? I used to cook for the ship. Yes, Wonderful. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, where was the kitchen? Right. Uh, yeah, it should be the bottom half right below the captain's quarters. My quarters. Okay. <laughs> As you begin to get closer, Alona, make a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Oh, my God. You do have pretty high wisdom, so. <laughs> um, that's 12. 12. There is a. Not a burning, but an amplification of energy is the best way I can describe it. There's something trying to creep into your conscious. And as of right now, you were not strong enough to hold it back. You wince for a moment. You guys see Alona stop right in her tracks. The voice creeps in. You didn't think you could get rid of me that easily, did you? And then it sort of fades into the back. You take four points of psychic damage. So you guys watch as you are making your way over to the ship. Alona stops, winces, and holds her head for a moment. Uh, those who are around her, well, we'll say everybody, go ahead and make a perception check for me, please. This will be a DC... Let's see. Don't worry, I didn't pass it. We'll, we'll say this is going to be decently high. This is going to be a uh, DC 18 or higher. Did you get it? Wow. Nice. Oh my god. Hogar coming out. Anybody else? Dice twice and no. Both of them are my dude. Yeah, it would definitely be. Okay. I mean, we'll roll for Stable and Yuzu as well. What about Lucidia? Uh. What if it's ironic that Carmen's like, what is that? Lucidia, I would say, just isn't focused on trying to make those things. I mean, she obviously has a passive perception. But a lot of her energy is just going into making sure that Carmen is okay. Oh, my husband's dying. Hogar cares so much. <laughs> so Hogar, uh, although it is raining and it is very difficult to see, this there is a very 
faint sickly green glow coming from either a pocket or a satchel that Ilona has. I'm just gonna grab it. No, thank no. <laughs> just, just don't touch. So it's not necessarily visible. It seems like something that is like something that she has on her person. Same, like, a coin in, in a wallet. This seems very similar. You can still try to grab it if you'd like. In my pocket? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs> Maybe I'll just be like, oh, Oi, something, something's wrong with you. Hole. Pardon me? Oh, sorry, hulk it. <laughs> I think he said something's wrong with your hole, Captain. Oh, my God. <laughs> and your you, heads? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this pocket is. It's in my pants. <laughs> So, I should ask, Alona, what do you have in terms of being able to carry items? Do you have a satchel or pocket, backpack, anything like that? I have a backpack, and I also have pockets. Okay, gotcha. Where would you have put the green gem? In oh, my pocket. And that's where you see the glow coming from. Okay. Right there. Thank you. Do something about it, please. <laughs> um... So, uh, do you guys just keep walking? Yeah. Okay. Eventually, you guys make it to the shattered. Eventually, you guys make it to the shattered section of the ship. You see that there's just debris everywhere, bits of even knives, gunpowder, weapons, things like that that are broken, shattered, and in places where they shouldn't be. Easily enough, you can see that there is a small corner kitchen on the inside of this occupying a pretty tiny section. Most of this is dedicated to bunks for hammocks and for people to sleep and whatnot. But there's one little corner where there is what you can tell is sort of a tiny little furnace, maybe a kiln or a chimney of some sort with ventilation going out of it. Lucidia sees that and immediately starts heading towards it. Wait, you, you, can you make us some tea? (laughs) You has a hard time Tea, uh, w- uh, that's leaf juice, right? Yeah. <laughs> Good job. All right, I'm gonna need a lot of leaves. We have leaves. Then I can make you some tea. Probably. Yeah. We'll see. While this happens, why doesn't everyone try to take a little rest? I walk over to the kitchen so I can start a fire. Alright, you begin to start walking over there. You meet Lucidia. She's already trying to find a comfortable place to put uh, to put Carmen. Sable's helping out with that, getting everybody comfortable. Alona! As you begin to get closer to the ship, I'm going to need you to make another wisdom saving throw as the energy begins to grow more intense. Nineteen. Nineteen. That same voice tries to creep in, but you're able to keep it at bay. But you absolutely notice that whatever this is, it is getting stronger the closer you get to the ship. I'm not on the ship yet. That depends. So we have people who have already gone inside. What's everybody else doing? I'm already inside. Yeah. Inside? Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm inside, but I'm keeping Cutsby um, close to me. And I yeah. on you. Yes. Uh, at this point, Cudsby is kind of aware and knows that you're keeping tabs on him. So he's, at this point, not trying to do anything sketchy. He's purposely not going out of your sight and staying in a proper place. 
Does anyone want to stay off the ship with me? Sure, I'll do it. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll just sit beside the ship and not go on. Gotcha. Uh, Sable speaks up. Everything okay? No. Okay. <sighs> but it's okay. Something that we can help with? Um, no, I don't think so. What's your issue? Oh, this green glowing rock thing? Yes. Can I see it? Can I see can, can Yeah, you can see I it. Wanna Look, see I want to see something shiny. Show her. It is shiny. I want to see it. Yeah, she, you see Alona digs into her pocket and pulls out this bright, now glowing green gem, which is kind of, I don't know if I explained it last time, it almost looks similar to like those snake eggs or whatever they're called where you would throw them up in the air and they would like magnetize to each other Mm -hmm. it has that similar kind of oval shape and rounded all the way but it is large larger than that at least she takes it out fits into the palm of your hand and it is swirling and glowing this thing has a live energy about it why don't you all go rest on the ship and rain and i will sit out here can I see the gem really quick? No, I'm afraid I don't want you to touch it. But I, I just want to try one simple little thing. Um, you already tried to smash it before. No, 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 no. I want, I pull up my Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I just want to put the gem to it. I just want to see what happens. Okay, I'll hold it and you hold out your Rubik's Cube. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Because it, I'm afraid if you touch it, it might hurt you. And I don't want anyone to get oh. hurt. I mean, there's only one way to find out. Unfortunately. I begrudgingly just hold up my Rubik's Cube. <laughs> Alright, so she presents the Rubik's Cube to you, like, just insistent. And... Do you like a little E.T. moment? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, as the gem gets closer to the Rubik's Cube, Emily, what side are you holding out? Oh, well, it's not solved, so... (laughs) Okay, that's true. Uh, So as it begins to start getting closer, the gem pulsing with this energy, it touches the Rubik's Cube and nothing happens. Well, there you go. I'm trying to find any way to solve this thing, damn it. Um, So this gem is making you feel bad. Why are you keeping it? Oh, um, I don't know, but... I feel as if if I give it to someone else, they might feel bad, and I'd rather it happen to me. Not not trying to self-sacrifice or anything, but I did pick it up, so I feel like... Cudsby, what is this damn thing? Well, I, um... I don't entirely know. It's complicated, but, I mean, if it's... Okay, bye. (laughs) If something's happening, if if you're hurting, then... I'm not really hurting, it's just, um, I don't know. I'll be okay. What's... I have, uh, I have protection, so. Make another wisdom save throw. Oh, no. Spoke too soon. Oh, natural Ooh! 20. Natural 20. <laughs> so, it's just, um, Alona and Rain outside? Okay. Well, well, was I technically, oh, was yes. I technically with her? Albie, yeah, you would have been as well if you did that. So, um... Alby, Rain, and Alona, please make perception checks for me, please. And obviously, nothing happens with the natural 20. 
Wow, holy shit. 18. 18, 17, and... 18. Nice. You guys all notice that the same time that the gem pulses, a very faint but very similar green glow pulses in the cabin above the kitchen. Please, no one go up there. We have to go up there. I was literally going to say we have to go up there. We won't know what it is. I know, but I don't think it's a good idea. Make another wisdom saving throw. Ah, fuck. Um... Six. 21. 21. The voice creeps in. Deary, deary, deary. I'm gonna keep hurting you. That's so mean. Don't take any damage this time, but the voice is getting louder, I would say. Uh, maybe I'll excuse me a second, and I walk off a little bit with the stone, and I'm holding it and I go, Are you going to be a pest? The entire time? Just trying to buy time until I can get into a body again. Oh, that's mm. so um, are you going until I go up there? Make a wisdom saving there. Oh. Fucking fuck. Oh, no shit. <laughs> um, ten. Ten. Then, uh, you take two points of psychic damage. You hear the voice. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I don't. Whatever you decide, I'll be sure to pay a visit to you all tonight. What? See you later, dearie. Oh, I go back. Can I look for something to make some tea in? <laughs> At this point, oh, um, you guys see that there's already a fire started in the, um, essentially what is kind of like a little stove or furnace, essentially. You guys have a, uh, well, actually, those who are inside, go ahead and make a perception check because the kitchen utensils are not readily visible. 16. 21. You're rolling so well tonight. Oh, God. I've only rolled it three times. Did I give you that every question? single time. No. Oh. I mean, Mom gave it to me. 11, 10, 21. This is going to stay 17 and an 18. So, with that, uh, you guys are all able to scrounge up some kitchenware. There are no pots necessarily, but you guys do find some kind of like copper or metal bowls of some sort that you can use easy enough. You guys definitely have access to water, so you're able to fill that up, get that onto the stove. Some other kitchen utensils of some sort that Lucidia probably has a purpose for. With a 21, looking about, you see that there is a... quite a few cracks in the wood uh, that would separate the hammocks from the kitchen. So, where there was a divider, not so much anymore because of the trauma that the ship has. As you're beginning to look around and essentially spot not only all of the kitchen utensils that you need, you spy sort of a conspicuous lump underneath, uh, not underneath, inside of a pillowcase that's on the hammock. You I poke it. <laughs> it feels hard. Ew. <laughs> so it's, insi- it's inside of the pillowcase? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I'll... Take it out. So you look, 
you grab what looks to be a casing of some sort. In fact, make an intelligence check. So, Hogar, you are... Not intelligent. Correct. Yes, yeah, so what was your... Uh... <laughs> like stop when it hit the I saw that, yeah. <laughs> it's an eight. An eight? Oh, uh, you're not entirely sure, but with an eight, you know that it's probably expensive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I... I don't think I have, like, a satchel or anything, so I don't even know where I... Uh, we'll say, when you guys were broken out of the prison cells, they... Sable and uh, the rest of them gave you guys you guys were given the same gear that you would have essentially just not necessarily your gear if that makes sense right. uh, oh, so I got you oh. guys had stuff on already okay. so you guys already had your armor and your weapons things like that because you guys got into the ship by different means uh, in any case yeah you can't you don't know what it is it looks uh, maybe dangerous Probably expensive. You're not sure. Well, what's uh, the worst that could happen? So, as Hogar is uh, finding whatever device he found, the people who are on the inside of the ship, who are in the kitchen, are currently watching Lucidia make tea with the effort of UU, as per Captain's orders. What were the people outside doing? What were you, but I believe you were doing something. I was walking back to the other side. Gotcha. As you begin to start walking back, Cudsby, who is still inside, did anybody follow Ilona out when she walked? I just kept an eye on her. Gotcha. So those who were outside, did you guys go inside or are you staying out? I'm still outside. Okay. It was just me ranging out. Albie. So Cudsby begins to start chatting. Does anyone know what was going on with her? No. Don't really know it. Uh, I don't know if it's normal. Listen, I, I know I wasn't able to... I don't know a lot about the gem. All I know is that it is dangerous. If Shale got his hands on it, then I don't know what would have happened. But this is something that the organization that I'm from collects and specialize in this kind of work. So if she's undergoing anything, we either need to figure out how to stop it, or I can take hold of the gem. I know it's not on your priority list, I understand that, but this is dangerous. I just want to put it out there. He, uh, he's inside with the rest of us. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it is his job to do so. He was looking forward to already. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but That's no, I've already crossed this twice. I came very close to dying just a few minutes ago. Right. And that was... Uh, blame me all you want. I deserve it, I understand. But this is also because of Captain Shale. Because he is dangerous. If anything, it's probably hurting her because of proximity to the ship. How much longer until the tea already? Uh, Lucidia speaks up. It's almost done now. Um, listen, I don't want to take any more of the time. I understand. 
if we want his favor to get better, he's going to have to drink the tea and rest. I think we all probably need a rest as well, don't we? Not that I speak for the group, I understand, but I just thought that that was sort of the consensus. No, it is. I just don't know if Alona can get on the ship. Well, why would the the, the emeralds um, start acting up when we get closer to the ship? Yu Yu <laughs> goes into another state of uh, panic and stiffness as he oh, sort of just God. like freezes. Not great. Oh god. Have you got to say something about a gem? Oh no. Yes. Oh. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so That's much. It. Man. Well, I mean, I know Captain Chael talked about a gem quite a bit too. He did. Do you know what he said? Something like, oh, I really, really want it. I gotta have it. Uh, that, that's my cat and shell impression. Wonderful. Uh, you get over here and we got to find that gem. Something along those lines, something like that. Bone, like bone Boy, tell us everything you know about the gem. Uh, well, I never saw it. So I don't know. But I imagine it's got to be very, like, pretty. It's got to be, like, quite a gem because he talked about it quite a bit. Would there be anything in his quarters? Notes, any. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? As you guys keep mentioning things like either about the ship or about objects, you can see that pretty much any time something has to do with Yu Yu at this point, he goes into a state of like paralysis and tries to consciously remember what it is. So, as you mentioned, the captain's quarters. Natural 20. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you, you. Yeah, I mean, as of this moment, uh, Carmen is probably have been fed the tea at this point. There wasn't the whole lot to it. But yes, I, as 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 you, you, or Bone Boy, as some like to say, goes uh, paralyzed, as you mentioned, the captain's quarters. Oh, yeah. That's where he put all those other little things that he talked about. What other what little things? things? Oh, well, I mean, there were things that happened before the gym that he always liked to talk about. There's this little, uh, I think it was a tiara, something like that. He, uh, every time we collected another piece, I didn't see it a whole lot, but he'd always take it up to his quarters. Right, which is right above us? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, who would like to go upstairs? I'll go. Bone boy, can you lead us? Oh yeah, uh, hell yeah, man! I can do that. Lucidia, <laughs> are you fine staying here with Carmen? You can put him in one of the bunks. Yeah, that might be a little bit more comfortable. Um, I suppose I at least have one person. Sable speaks up. I'll. Save it. So if you guys want to go check that out, then by all means. They take Carmen over to the hammocks. Begins uh, to start resting. Uh, is anyone staying down? Uh, Sable is. Just Sable? Yeah, and then there's three outside, so it's we're just out. you boys and me? Well, we're all going, because we should go. 
Right. Uh, um, it's up to you all. I can stay down here or I can come with you. So, Rael, Hogar, Cudsby, let's go. Uh, oh, you, you. Oh, yeah, man. Where are the stairs? Oh, they're on the other half of the ship. Wonderful! Mm-hmm. Um, since I'm just sitting outside, can this count as a short rest? I think this It'd have to be at least an hour. Okay. So, unless you spend an hour outside, then no. Depending on how long you guys stay on the ship. Uh, and, I mean, depending on, uh, at this point, make another wisdom saving throw. This is going to persist. Oh, no. Nine. Nine. Voice begins to creep in so much so that it just feels like a sudden, horrible migraine. And wince from the pain, even go to your knees. You take three points of damage as Shale's voice. That's right. That's right. I'm getting closer and closer. I'm gonna cast, um, use my last spell slot and cast, uh, Cure Wounds on I see all this, but there's nothing I can do, is there? Uh, well, Albie, that's actually a good point. Are you heading up to the captain's quarters with the other people? Because you and Rain are currently outside. You weren't necessarily part of the conversation. So you guys, at some point, see the other uh, members of the party. You can start exiting out. I would assume that Ilona is still in sight, but that's up to you, Ilona. I'm walking back towards You're walking back towards him? Okay. So at some point when she was walking back towards you guys, you guys see her double over in pain as that uh, light glows harshly once again. So I guess I have to use my spell on myself. I don't know what to do. Okay, I... Frank, can you cast spells? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, oh great. <laughs> I can pick a mean pocket though. <laughs> so, uh, you, you begins to start exiting. Yeah, well, uh, the stairs were on probably the other half of the ship. Well, I mean, they are on the inside, but they're on the inside of the other half of the ship, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I mean, we we'll probably just climb up, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, where'd the captain go? She's... Uh, she's over there wincing in pain. Can you oh. If we're, if she's not near us, right? Mm-hmm. See her yeah. However far she walks, she's on her way back, and that's when you guys saw her. With us going to her. Wait, if Frank can pick a mean pocket, then why doesn't she try to take the gem away from her? And does anybody? Well, really quick, Albie, are you there saying that to her right now? Oh wait. Oh yes, we're next to her. <laughs> No, she is not, because she's still on her I way forgot, back. I I'm forgot, sorry. I'm so, sorry. So, what were you saying, Holly? I was just saying, would, would us going to her... I mean, it's up to you. It's it's your call if you want to go over, if you want to try something. Yes, I, I can't. I'd like to go over and at least ask her what's wrong. Okay. Hello, what's happening? Um, I feel like I should walk a little bit away from the ship. Um... Because this man is being very rude. Make another wisdom saving throw. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's a natural one. <gasps> Good thing you cured yourself. I know. She had one hit point. With a natural one, Rain, you see Alona's eyes go blank. Oh. 
as she just sort of looks almost shocked for a moment. And as soon as you see that face, you see like a hint of green in her eye. And she looks at you. I'm almost there. And then snaps back into herself. Can I... Can can I reach for the gem and try and throw it? <laughs> sure. Alona, you take five points of damage. Psychic damage. Uh, sure, it's up to you. I, I, it's up to Alona as to whether or not she's going to let you do that. In which case, if she doesn't, then you'll have to make a check for it. Well, it's in her pocket. Correct. So, On the road. If she lets you take it, you don't have to make a check. If she's keeping you from taking it, then you have to make a check. So I'm asking her if she's letting you do it. Unless you just want to forcibly take it out. I'll forcibly take it out. Okay, then this will be a contested strength check. Shit. <laughs> 16. Mm. Well, yeah, I was gonna. I was wondering if I should have made it sleight of hand, but I don't think so since she is aware of you and you're not hidden in that sense. So you're able to get the gem easily enough. At some point, she's reaching for your arm, and that's where the strength check comes in. What did you roll? Uh, 16, but I have So 15 for her. So you got to be the 15. So you snatch the gem. Toss it. Alright. Make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. 12. You throw it? <laughs> this boomerang is right back in the game. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm, um, I have my god's person on me. Rain, make a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Oh my god. D20, yes, and add your wisdom. You begin to start hearing the voice creep into your conscious without even thinking about what it is. I'll take any body I can get. You take six points of damage, psychic damage. So Rain, you now have this glowing green gem in your hand and that voice creeping in. Uh, familiar, Holly, you probably wouldn't know this, but Rain would recognize the voice as being Captain Chase. Um, I would just, I'll just, I don't want you to hurt. You're getting hurt too. I am planning on walking straight into those woods and not getting near the ship with Albie. Um, but it seems like the more you try to resist him, the worse he gets. It looks like he completely had you. Well, Ow. it's because I'm so near the ship, it wasn't feeling it back in the cave. I'm just gonna get it back. Make a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Fuck! 16. 16? Since the natural one, these are now contested rolls. He rolled a natural 16, giving a total of 19. The voice is just getting louder. And in fact, at this point, that is, I believe, five, four or five failures at this point and rain you begin to start seeing just the glow growing more intense across like her hands and you see there are parts of her vein that are starting to glow green as well alona uh you take seven points of damage and kill our 
at this point, if you guys have all climbed up the ship, you have made your way at least to the top portion of the broken ship. You can see that the mast is angled, broken through the captain's quarters door, and is just jutting inside. So there's no door to your guys' benefit, but there uh, you'd have to kind of squeeze in those who are going up. Well, that's convenient. Let's go. Yeah, that must be new. I don't remember that being there last time. Maybe decorated. All right, well, let's go in, yeah? Yeah. Uh, As you guys enter, uh, everybody go ahead and make a perception check. I'm assuming Uh, the people that, like, me Yes, the people who went to the captain's quarters. Uh, Okay, so uh, the rolls again, you got 19? 19. Uh, Rael? 11. 11, and hold up. A 6. A 6. So some things that you guys notice, regardless of what those rolls are, is the end of this mast has punctured into the back of the ship. Very close to where that puncture is, you see a body completely <sighs> splintered through from the mast. That's the suck. You remember Cudsby mentioning that he had seen Captain Shale in this position. And that's exactly what you see, too. Captain Shale, completely punctured by the mast. We destroyed the body. There's nothing left for the spirit to return to, right? Always works in Supernatural. Oh my god, the body? John, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, he wasn't in his original body the last time we saw him, so that doesn't seem to be a limitation. Right, that's what I saw too. Um, last time when I came here to make sure that he was dead. The reason I know that he was, I don't know, something else, ghost, spirit, whatever you want to call it, is because I saw him outside. His oh. body still remained here, hasn't moved, so... Perhaps the body is so, an anchor. Does the body... Uh, sorry, does the body look like what he looked like when we fought him? Yes, and you remember that Cudsby said that he had been here for about ten days, maybe a little bit more? This body shows no sign of degradation. It doesn't show any sign. It is still in very good shape. Like it just like it just died like yesterday. Like if you touch the ago. body, it almost seems like it would be warm. So a 19, and you rolled an 11. 11. So with a 19, along with him being uh, punctured, you see his hands are kind of by his side. You see a couple things. His hands are kind of by his side. You see one hand, his uh, his left hand, you see. Right hand, it doesn't seem like there's anything coming out of the sleeve. He's still wearing his sort of captain's coat. It has broad shoulders, red with sort of gold trim. His hat is somewhere gone. Uh, the desk has also been sort of split in half, almost as if it has been like crushed as the mast essentially, you know, javelined through. You see that there are some bookshelves that still have a couple books and whatnot. You see that there is a ship in a bottle. You also see that the desk has one of its drawers already open. I'll consider the drawer. Okay. Make an investigation check. Like to investigate the body more. Okay. By all means, so go ahead and roll uh, investigation check as well. Fourteen. Fourteen. I guess I'll look around like on the bookshelves. I don't know, just kind of rifle through the books. Cool. Make another investigation check, and I'll come back to you guys in a second with those numbers and tell you what you find. 
so you look inside the desk, you see that there are. So in the dre- in, in the desk that is open, you see like a couple little what look like uh, memento pieces or like knickknacks. They don't hold any. Uh, what did you get? Fourteen. Fourteen. Doesn't look like these hold any value to them, uh, monetarily speaking. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like it's worth a whole lot. It seems like some private stuff that he had um, had on himself. You do see that there is sort of a trick to the end of the drawer, as if it could be lifted up, like a panel of some sort. <laughs> we will do that in a second. What did you roll for your investigation on him? Five. Five? Not much that you can notice, other than just, you know, he is just in a weirdly good condition, considering how long ago he died. Not much beyond that. The bookshelves? Uh, 14. 14. You find... Nice. You find... A million dollars. Cash. And I leave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you find uh, a couple books. The first one you spot is called Hidden in Blue. As you uh, thumb through it, you see that it is a book all based off of sort of the legends and lore and myths of the ocean. Different monsters that could exist. There's rumors of like an underwater city. There's giant serpents. There's all sorts of stuff inside this book. Uh, Another one that you find... (laughs) uh, Another one... Oh man, I like a lot of the books have sort of been waterlogged and damaged and whatnot. Some of them that are still intact are that hidden blue one. And then you find one that is almost tucked into another book. It is sort of like hollowed out. Uh, and one book is hollowed out to hold this like smaller one. The reason you find it is because of all the commotion that happened. The hidden panel is no longer there and you can kind of just see it resting inside this book. Right. As you take it out, the title is... Passion, pain, and crack and slaying. Romance <laughs> 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 novel. Can you read? I'm gonna. Yes, I can read. Yeah, he can read. Stupid, but I can read. <laughs> I. I'm gonna thumb through it. Sure. Let's see. It's hot. <sighs> it is hot. It is very ocean centric it is specifically about like these two warring ships and sort of like star-crossed lovers alongside that as you skim through even more there's some wild shit that happens one of them like literally turns into a sea monster yet they continue the romance beyond that at some point both of them turn into sea monsters it gets fucking weird it's up to you as to whether or not you're into it. Oh, red right now. <laughs> Did anyone see? <laughs> uh, I'll say, I, kn- I know for a fact the the NPCs aren't looking. If you guys want to make a perception check, you can. Or rather, you'll have to make a sleight of hand check if you'd like. So what is your wisdom, John? Your wisdom modifier? Okay. So, uh, so you'd have 10. My passive is 13. Passive is 13. Fifteen. 
sables downstairs. So yeah, you don't. It's everyone's bad. passive perception. You just you put it in my bag. Marion. <laughs> yeah, that you have that book. Make sure, yeah, be sure to write that down in your inventory. Oh yeah, uh, along with the hidden blue one that we found as well. So you are pulling at the. You're pulling at the panel. You lift it up, and it just seems like there's a very narrow space underneath that. What you see is like the outline of where a key used to be. Does anyone see anything that has to do with the key? No. Boys? No. Definitely not. No keys over here. Cudsy? Cudsy? Can, can, I, can I check his captain's pocket? Uh, yeah, make another investigation check. 20. Uh, well, natural 20. Woo! Oh, nice. Uh, so Nice. You begin to start uh, patting him down, and you do notice on the inside of his coat the key. Or a key, I should say. I found a key here. Um, I see it. Yes. If I put it back in the panel, Mm -hmm. it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything, but it does fit the silhouette. Wonderful. Now we figure out what this goes into, it's not here. Back outside of the ship, Mm-mm. where are you guys headed? As of this point, Rain, you have just not only witnessed firsthand this weird sort of necrotic energy that is coming from this gem, but you notice it's taking a toll on Alona at this Has point. It been necrotic damage? Well, you've been taking psychic damage, okay. but the energy itself. I'm resistant to necrotic. This is psychic damage. Okay. So, as flavor. It's sort of what it seems like. It's evil energy. It is whatever whatever the end result of that, you don't know, but it's something has started. So, Albie, you're there as well. You guys are out in the rain, drenched at this point. There's this gem that you can't get rid of, and it is increasingly doing more and more damage uh, the longer you guys are holding on to it. I think I'm going to make a run to the ship to let them know what's going on. Okay, so you make a run to the ship. Albie, can you hold this for a minute? The stone? Please. Mm-hmm. Yes. Albie, make a wisdom saving throw, please. 14. Actually, what is your what is your wisdom score? Oh. <laughs> I forgot. It's 10. 10? And I rolled a 14. You rolled a 14, okay. That's a natural 20. Albie, immediately, before you even hear any voice, you take six points of damage. You lose control of your legs as you sort of fall to the floor for a second. You yourself cannot feel them. You begin to hear a voice. Well, this is a start. And then your legs begin to just start, like, moving on their own. You begin to start, like, lifting yourself up without being able to control it. Roll another wisdom saving throw. This actually, this won't be contested. Uh, That's a natural one. No! Albie, 
What? Your consciousness is thrown into a void. Fools. Take her. For me. <laughs> yes. For me. She's yours. She's ours. As you no longer have any comprehension of your surroundings, <laughs> you no longer feel the rain hitting your skin, you no longer feel the mud that was beneath your arms and your back as you fell. You are suspended. Alona, Albie's eyes brightly start reflecting that same green energy. It is not a pulse. It is not a fleeting thing. It is full-blown possession. She's ours. As she takes the, uh, the axe off her back. Well, it took longer than expected. And it's going to make an attack on you. <laughs> I'm at two hit points. I'm going to... Well, it's a natural two. Okay. Takes a swing. As it does so, Albie, make another wisdom saving throw, please. Oh, God. Uh... Albie, six. Guys, remember when I said I got rid of all my natural 20s? <laughs> all right. You begin to start struggling, and you make an effort. In this void, you find out that you are able to still, not necessarily control, but you have something to fight against. And you begin to just start fighting, and this thing is fighting you right back. Didn't roll much higher than you, rolled a 10, but you guys are battling, essentially. You do see Albie sort of for a second, or Albie's body, I should say, for a second pause just go right back into this very sickly smile that you're used to seeing on another face. I don't have any spells or anything, but I'll just... I don't have any, um... Uh, I'll say... Rain, go ahead and make a perception check for me, please. Natural 20. Natural 20? You absolutely hear what's going on. You make it probably about halfway back, because you're pretty quick, but then as soon as you hit a certain point, essentially you hear Albie taking swings at Alona and Alona going back or making some sort of physical exertion as to dodge out of the way of whatever this attack is. So you hear what's going on and that, you know, uh, gets your attention. It's still up to you whether or not you want to go back to the ship or go back to her, but in any case... No, I'll go back to her. Okay. We're gonna head back to the ship now. What were you guys looking for? You guys just found the key that fit into the silhouette, right? Right. What do I know about ghosts? This will be either religion or history. Uh, 19. 19. So in most cases, you know that usually what keep ghosts around is unfinished business of some sort. There is a certain amount of time that a ghost can try to accomplish this business before they begin to start turning into a more dangerous undead being. Essentially, they the further they 
get, if their goal is still approachable, more time that passes, it'll create a stronger undead being, essentially. There are multiple ways to essentially banish a soul or a lost spirit. You know that ghosts aren't really usually this hostile either. They're usually pretty passive. They behave as they did in their other life. So this is more of a reflection of who Captain Shale was than it is necessarily ghosts in general. So don't be racist. Uh, <laughs> you do know that there are multiple ways. It kind of depends on what the unfinished business is. And the difference between, like, there are ceremonies that you can do. You can either accomplish the unfinished business or you can try to stop it from happening at all. But you're not exactly sure what accomplishing it would mean in this case. You don't know if that would be a good thing or a bad thing. You know that what uh, with a 19, I would say that you probably know that you have to stop whatever or prevent his unfinished business from being a possibility. Whew, sorry, that was a lot. And now we're looking for something I keep it Yes, there are other locked drawers as a part of this desk as well. This one, the one that you looked at was just an open one that was slightly cracked. All right, so what are we doing? <laughs> Do you want to try one of the other drawers? Sure. Try the door. Sure. Okay. Roll a d6 for me, please. Six. Six. You put it into one of the drawers. I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me, please. Twelve. What was the d- uh, uh, six? Okay, you actually, you make the save. You do see sort of a spurt of acid shoot out of the desk drawer. The key doesn't fit. Good to know. You'll be trapped in drawers. Katsby, you said he was a warlock, right? Um, that's what the dossier told me, yeah. Don't they typically have, like, a book or something that chains them? To a patron. Could that be why he's still around? Well, I, I don't know much about um, warlocks in general. As you say, book, you, you, goes into a catatonic state. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. Books are the things with those pages, right? Yes. Okay, 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 okay. This one might have magic in it. Magic. Just catatonic again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Shale did do some peculiar things when we were out looking for those other artifacts and whatnot. I do remember him having a book. Yeah, something like that. Wonderful. Natural 17 on his little thing. Uh, cool. So as you guys begin to start looking for a book, we are going to go back into the weather. Uh, Rain, Alona, please roll initiative for me. Okay. Uh, 16. I'm just eating chips over here. (laughs) Alright. As you start heading back, you don't see the same, you don't necessarily see the glow that Alona sees, but you see Albie holding her weapon in a threatening manner and attempting to take swings. You do go first. So what would you like to do? Albie, what the hell are you doing? Can I speak? Uh, well, yeah, go ahead and we'll say 
make a you heard your name so we'll say go ahead and make a uh, wisdom saving throw again oh it's an 11 you see for a second what seems like I'll be sort of turning around to meet your call and then stops midway through and then just like turns over towards you and you just see this sickly sort of cocky smile and these glowing emerald eyes you can tell without a doubt that it is uh, the same energy that you saw in the gem all right i'm gonna pull my short sword out okay i mean that was a free action to speak so you still have um i don't think you got too far we'll say maybe you got 20 feet so you can make it to her if you want yeah i'm gonna go towards her and start start playing okay go for it so i have a 13 13 albie what is your armor class 12 you hit curious albie how many hit points do you have currently i i i have seven Seven, five plus three, eight. Albie goes down. Wait, how many? How many did you roll? Eight. Take oh, eight points of damage. Oh. Albie, in your consciousness, in that suspended consciousness state, somehow things get darker. What should have probably knocked her out almost seems to make whatever this thing is stronger. Oh no. You no longer have the same grasp as you did before. This figure is almost completely in control now. Oh no! It's going to make an attack on you since it is its turn. And now I get to start using different stats. Uh, natural 17, so dirty 20 to hit. And Albie, you use a d12 for yours, right? Two-handed? So you see, as whatever this thing is, the movement is still very rigid. It's still very odd. It almost just looks like a puppet being controlled. It's not natural body movement, you know. So it's extremely odd, but you see with this almost robotic behavior, Albie still has some guns on her as she lifts up this battle axe, and, or great axe rather, and attempts to crash it into you. You take nine points of damage, uh, so I'm dead. Okay. So, rain goes out. Alona, it is your turn. I go up to Albie and I say, you let me? Heal these two, I'll take you to the ship. I'll cast Spare the Dying on Ray, because she's at their fault. Yeah, so you're able to cast that. So yeah. you're stabilized, you're not. Okay. <laughs> Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. <laughs> oh, God. You put that in your dice jail? Yeah. Thanks. First dice in the dice jail! Just completely scoffs. I need to ship and I have a body. He's gonna make an attack. <laughs> That's a natural one. Ooh. Oh my god, okay. 
you see that same ragdoll like movement is attempting and then yeah you're able to parry it block it away easily uh you aren't making death saving throws so you're good albie please roll a d20 for me this is just a straight roll you're not adding anything okay don't use that one (laughs) (laughs) it's a nine oh nine (laughs) You feel your consciousness slip even further. Things get darker. Oh my god. Alona, it is your turn. I'll cast Spare the Dying on Albi as well. Because I know, like, her consciousness. Uh, well, you don't know that. You cast Spare the Dying, make... Roll a d20 and add your spellcasting modifier. 23? 23. Very, very good. Albie, things start to get clearer again. The vision that was kind of starting to fade, almost like the world around you in this endless void as you're suspended, currently laying down on nothing. You feel yourself being lifted back up into a state of suspension, and things get much less dark. Make a wisdom saving throw from the place. I am using a different dice. It didn't really... Um, that still sucked. Uh, that's a seven. Oh! Wait, you said, wait, what was it? Wisdom saving throw. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a seven. All right. Well, it goes back to being contested. <laughs> Eight. Ah, fuck you! <laughs> so you feel yourself being able to start fighting back against whatever this thing is that is inside your body at this point. Not to be too cliche or steal from great people, but... It is very similar to that get out sort of vibe where if you focus hard enough, you can see Albie trying to reach out to you. You remember Rain trying to say your name and you can sort of see this and you're trying to fight against it, but it's still suppressing you. It is... Shale's turn. Uh, He's going to roll a d6. He's a pirate. He doesn't mind attacking the person who's down. Six. Yeah, three. So, makes another attack against you. Able to parry it back. Rain, you're still unconscious but stable. Alona, it's your turn. Would I know if I did something necrotic? Would I know if it's hurting Albi or if it's hurting shit? Would I know that at all? Uh, go ahead and make a religion check, please. Oh, man. 17 plus 1. It's 18. So you know that whatever this thing is, the damage that you do to this is going to translate to Albie's body. You know that, you know, as you're kind of surveying the situation, essentially any attack from now on, although Albie is now fighting against it, you wouldn't know this necessarily, so I guess I'll keep it to myself. So, uh... <laughs> You do know that you're going to be damaging Albie. You would also probably know that if you wanted to, you could give Albie advantage on wisdom saving throws if you were to either present either your holy symbol in your patron's name or try to reach out to Albie herself. I'm in divine spells right now. It's not a spell. Yes. 
that's what I was going to do earlier. <laughs> yeah, so essentially, you can sacrifice your turn in order to give Albie advantage. Okay, I'll do, I'll do that. I'll present my holy symbol. Um, utter Pistis' name. Alrighty. Albie, you begin to start hearing this very, very, very quiet prayer. There's not much else to hear in this suspended state, but what you do begin to start hearing is just very gentle, very earnest praises being given to Istis. Make a wisdom saving throw with advantage, please. Holy shit. Because I rolled two dice at the same time, mm-hmm. and they both gave me the same number. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Uh, which is a 19. A 19. As you focus on those words that are being whispered, you just kind of close your eyes and use that to start fighting back against whatever it is that's suppressing your conscious. You begin to start shooting up into sort of a closer... You're getting closer and closer to that very faint image that you can see from very far away. You rocket up. Uh, He rolled a natural one and you rolled a 19. So that is two successes for you. You're at the precipice. You need one more and you feel like you can start gaining your body back. It is Shale's turn. Since you are so close, he has disadvantage on his attack as you do see that he begins to start holding his head. The green veins begin to start receding and the eyes begin to start getting a little bit more faint. He's going to go ahead and attack. Disadvantage, natural one. Alrighty. So just for the sake of this, Albie, please make another wisdom saving throw. Advantage or no? Yes. Yes, okay. Another 19. Nice. That image just gets closer and closer. You feel like you're going extraordinarily fast, but this image is just slowly expanding until finally it just becomes your vision again, and you are back into your body. The green glow is gone. You have a severe wound in your side, and you go unconscious immediately. Hey. At least I'm not possessed. Uh, at this point. For now. <laughs> yeah, for now, fuck. Uh, you guys see Sable begin to start running out towards you guys. What the hell is all that commotion? Did I hear weapons? Holy shit. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> she begins to start running over to you. She still has the potions on her, luckily. Okay. <laughs> so she asks, she's like over Albie and Rain There's right no- now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Are you alright? Are you okay? No. <laughs> okay, uh... Okay, oh shit. Emotions. Uh, she's going to feed the potion to both of you guys. I unfortunately feel like I'm having a full-blown, like, Hodor moment of, like, on the ground, like, <laughs> get this yeah. thing out of my body. We don't have the okay. rights to that. Oh, wait. I mean, some other <laughs> large... Uh... <laughs> Albie, Albie and Rain, you guys both regain seven hit points. As Sable begins to start uh, feeding you guys the health potion, that's the last two health potions that you guys have. I have one. You have one? Okay. Then you have one on you as well. Uh, Take it. Whoa. Okay. As... I'm going to take that health potion. Okay. 
As you begin to start healing, Sable begins to start pressing you about what happened and how did they go unconscious. You guys have that conversation. Off screen, you're going to go back into the cabin. Find the book, find the book, find the book. Roll a d6 for me, please. Six. Six? Roll it again. Because you're not going to stick it back into that same... Three. Three. You stick it in. And it unlocks. Is that also what she said? <laughs> That'd be weird. Oh, well, I guess it could be a chastity belt, but then what are you sticking on? Oh my god. <laughs> you have a key-shaped dick or something? Uh, <laughs> could get up to some stuff with that. Uh, what was that book, Hodor's? <laughs> stick it in and unlocks. <laughs> you didn't see that. I think that still works. Your, the key goes in, and it unlocks. Wonderful. And you see inside is a book that seems to be bounded, or I should say self-bounded. It has like very crude bindings and leather around it. And you see another locked box. Locked box. You have to find another key. Oh, 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 kill it. What do you mean? Smash it. Smash it. Oh, Hogar, smash. Chill. Yeah, I can give you a shot. Why not? Uh, be very careful. Right. Uh, uh, if this happens to be important and he destroys what's inside... Right. Where's Rain? She can open boxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just want. But if I pull out the book, can I open it? Yeah, you begin to start thumbing through and you see essentially all of the components that Shale was looking for. You see, it's not a tiara like what you you said. It is a circlet. And as you begin to start thumbing through, it looks like the circlet was separately in three different pieces. And you start thumbing through again, and you see them all conjoined into one. And at the center of where two of them join, you see a slot. And pointed over to the slot, you begin to start seeing details of the gem that you guys saw. You see it in certain depictions being inserted into the slot. Uh, you begin to start seeing images. Uh, you, you thumb through again, and you begin to start seeing the offerings that have to be made in order for this to essentially work. Whatever this thing is trying to do, you keep seeing the name. Roll an investigation check, actually. A lot of the images and stuff you can see without, you know, making a check. 16. Okay. The name Sadian keeps popping up. You keep seeing that, like, it is mentioned here and there. A lot of these are scribbles. Some of them are in languages that I don't believe you speak. What are your languages? Um, common, Elvish, Dwarven, and Sylvan. You do recognize there is a lot of Sylvan in here, actually. Quite a bit. There are other symbols that are close to it, but not quite there. Sadian is written a lot, especially in Sylvan. So you see that name that keeps popping up, and... Finally, you get to that ritual point where you essentially have to sacrifice something great. In this case, it shows a bunch of jewels and necklaces, and essentially that becoming powder or evaporating. And going through, essentially, there was a, uh, a unification process, and at the end of the book, you see a page that says uh, the distribution or scattering of the um, of the relics, and then as you begin to go more, pages are torn out. 
does it did it seem like the scattering was part of the ritual or would it end it? Or the Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay, okay. Um You you. Yeah. You did say that this I shouldn't sure, never mind. Um no, I can still see. Oh, this <laughs> this pieces that the the gym will go into. Mm-hmm. You said he had it. Right. Do you know where it is? Probably in a special place, I I'd imagine. Probably probably in this locked box. Yeah. I you know, I I kept a lot of my stuff in a special place as well. Where was that special place? I kept it in my pillowcase normally when I slept. Oh. <laughs> a lot of people, you know you can trick a lot of people with that. I imagine. Ooh. Okay. Um, let's do one more general sweep and then head downstairs and see if Rang can open it. Oh, can I even try to open it? You don't have. Exactly. That's what I thought. In that key, the keyhole, it's a smaller keyhole, larger keyhole? Yeah, it looks to be smaller. Make a perception check, everybody. Or actually, sorry, just the ones inside the cabinet's quarters. Uh, before you guys give me those numbers... Uh, quickly, we're going to go back outside into the rain as we have the four. Rain, Albie, you guys just came back up. Your wounds have healed somewhat. You're still not feeling 100%. Uh, Alona, there is a lot of emotional turmoil that you're going through right now. Uh, you we're see that the gem is still glowing. At this point, where is it? Somebody <laughs> is it still on me, or is it? Like it's either in still it? on Albie, unless somebody took it off of you. Oh, I don't want to take it off. Make a wisdom saving throw, please. It was a twelve. Twelve. Okay. One point of damage. Let go of it. Put it on the ground, and nobody touch I'm it. I'm putting it in my pocket. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell. That was so mean. Everybody needs to not touch it. I'm not touching it, but I don't want it on the ground. If it's on the ground, we could just... I'm sure it'll come straight back into my hand, because that's what it did to rain. So, where are you guys heading at this point? Are you guys heading back to the ship? Yes, heading back to the ship. I'm done with that. Alrighty. (laughs) Make an intelligence check for the case. Thank you. Fourteen. Fourteen. Proximity of the ship doesn't seem to be necessarily a relevant okay. issue. That's what we always do. Because as you were walking away, you were also taking damage, and as the longer you were holding it, essentially, the greater damage it was doing. Okay. At this point, I'd say probably, you know, 14 could cover this as well. It's not glowing quite as bright since it, since Alby took back control of her body. You can essentially chalk this up to it being reset. It is now rolling its lowest form of damage, but it is still persisting. You guys begin to start making your way back to the ship. So as you do, I don't know... At this point, you guys probably get close enough to see that the other folks aren't in the lower part of the cabin. You guys weren't there for that conversation to go up into the captain's quarters. Uh, but it probably won't take you long to find out. The uh, Sable will mention that to you guys, so it's up to you whether or not you want to head up there or stay down. Probably stay down below for now. Okay. I'll follow Albie where she is. Albie, where would you like to go? Where did Rain say? I'm sorry. 
Uh, Rain's going to stay down. She's got low hit points. She's going to just sort of recuperate for a bit. Uh, you were told that the uh, other part of the party went up to the captain's quarters. Alona said that she would follow you wherever you go. I want to stay. I don't... I'm so scared. Okay. So you guys stay down. Alona, you alright? I'm sorry. Those up in the captain's quarters. What was your perception check? Oh. Uh... Eight. Eight. Thirteen. Thirteen. I don't know which one it was. Roll another one. <laughs> uh, uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Something's different about this room. You're not quite sure what it is until you look at the door. It's not shattered. What? You guys begin to start hearing water. From portholes on either side of the cabin's quarters, you see water, seawater, begins to start flooding in. Fish, starfish, barnacles, clams, they <gasps> begin to start flooding inside. At this point, it just immediately goes up to your guys' calves. You guys see Captain Shale impaled. Risky work, too. <laughs> and he lifts up his arm that doesn't have a hand, and you see it is what would be known as a compound cannon that he has been replaced with. Oh my god. You guys are being filled up with water at this point. The dead Captain Shale has possessed his own body once again, although it's very limited because he's still stuck in one place. Because we're going to take a break. (laughs) What the fuck? We're level two, Devin! In time! Next time on Food Roll. You butt that against the hole. You butt that hole good. His fingers each turn into a octopus-like tentacle. Stabs him in the back. You see a scabbard come out the other side of his stomach. Albie, make a death saving throw. I don't know what else. There's nothing that we can do. Severs his other hand, now leaving him completely defenseless. She has 30 seconds of breath left. Yuyu has currently a ship in a bottle. Um, I'm just gonna, just gonna pray a little bit. 